Welcome to Tech Talk Nation, talking about the latest tech, industry news, and hot topics. Broadcasting from Purdue University in West Lafayette, Indiana. With your host, Matthew Fitzgerald. Good evening and welcome to Tech Talk Nation. I'm your host, Matt Fitzgerald, and I'm joined today once again by my good friend, Ryan Eastman. Hi there, everybody. How you doing? It is a great day indeed. And <laughs> we have a lot. There's been a lot going on. Now, it's great that we're kind of back in the saddle now from um, being gone over break. Um, as you guys know, we are college students. We do uh, do other things. And unfortunately, we didn't have time to make this during the show. And the fact that Ryan and I literally live on opposite sides of the country uh, makes it a little hard to be able to do that stuff. Nonetheless, really happy to be back, and we have a lot of cool and interesting things to talk about today, don't we, Ryan? Indeed, it's a great day, or a great day, great weekish, I guess, for tech uh, with CES going on out in Las Vegas. Right, right, and CES is like the biggest consumer electronics show. I mean, that's its name. <laughs> that's what it stands for. <laughs> but it's the biggest show we kind of have in the world per se for the newest emerging trends the newest technology and what consumers are going to see in the next two three years per se yeah most of the stuff they show off isn't you know it's not going to be there like soon but i mean it'll get there sooner or later right it's going to be there right, right. it's going to be there eventually and uh i know we've seen a lot of movers and shakers this year haven't we ryan uh it's been an interesting year uh a lot of the crazy things that have come out it's uh it's a very interesting time. Definitely. Um, I actually want, I had something I wanted to talk about, but uh, basically... I, mean, I, I could get started in the meantime. Probably. Sure, get started. Uh, this isn't going to have to do with CES quite yet. Uh, okay. This is a little bit off CES. This is on uh, the company Ring, and for those who don't know, Ring makes doorbells that basically have cameras in them. Right, and the, their entire thing is they want to prevent people from... Uh, like prevent package thieves, people uh, who are at the door and things like that. They want their entire purpose is to create these pieces of hardware that are basically a doorbell on steroids that keeps watching everyone. Yes. However, uh, noble intentions, bad implementations, and all that mess. Uh, Ring doesn't have the best history with security. Right. Uh, back in 2016, they let, I think, a Ukrainian firm look at almost all the cameras they had in existence for the sake of research, whatever that means. Uh, That's nice and In ambiguous. addition, giving them access to their customer logs. They can also pair those cameras with addresses. Ah. <laughs> Which is not good. That is not good at all for privacy. Yes, there's a little Ukrainian people. Little? There's random Ukrainian people, that's a better word. Uh, out there looking through the ring cameras. They've since stopped that. Obviously. And then about a year or two ago, they had another issue where you couldn't log people out of ring. So if someone you gave someone access to those cameras once, they had it forever. Really? No matter what. Huh. Yeah. I did not know that. Uh, and more recently, news has come out on how they do a lot of their uh, object and facial recognition and all that. Right. Uh, and it's not good. <laughs> how how so? Elaborate a little bit on Yeah, that. so, you know, ideally you'd think, okay, no person's going to have access to this. It's going to be a computer somewhere looking at things and saying, hey, 
you know, this is a person, this is a dog, this is a package. Mm -hmm. And, you know, it's gotten to that point. Right. But to get there, they've had people looking through other people's cameras, highlighting and labeling what's what. I mean, I think that's almost sensationalized because having done research in machine learning, you have to tell the computer what a positive result is. Like, you have to let them know what it is, right? Yes, but do you have to do that with people's live footage of their homes? Oh, it was live? Live footage oh, of geez. their homes, including indoor cameras to boot. Yeah, that's a no-no. That's a problem. That's a no-no. <laughs> you have to... You Having have to... people be able to look through your cameras is a problem, people. And I guess one of the things with that also brings up the issue of privacy that we've kind of discussed a little bit earlier, but making sure that um, you're actually... What are you actually giving away when you yeah, get a yeah. new piece of hardware? What what personal privacy are you theoretically giving up with those terms of services you don't want to read? Yeah, I'm slowly getting pushed more and more paranoid about everything I have. <laughs> well, I hate to say it, but kind of the rest of the world is as well, especially in today's more digital age. Yeah, you'll all see me in about two years running a burner phone, some bootleg Linux ROM, and I don't know. EMP on my person. <laughs> yeah, that's it. Just so that they can't find me. <laughs> anyway, the point is, you know, it's not something that Ring should be doing. And for those who don't know, by the way, Ring's a subset of Amazon. So it's right. not something Amazon should be doing. Although I think Jeff Bezos has bigger problems with his divorce right now, but that's neither here nor there. <laughs> that's a bigger oof. But cool. So do you have any other... Uh stuff on that topic or uh i think i'm good on that topic if you want to jump into some of the ces stuff that'd be sure sure uh i just kind of searched ces on google and the <laughs> first thing that pops up is the postal service was at uh, ces i'm sorry the, the, the united states postal service the united states postal service was at ces and i assume they were doing this for free since the government shut down <laughs> i mean Politics aside, I might have been paid already. Who knows? But anyway, who knows? But basically, they there. were just like I. I didn't. Uh, this article says they've been exhibiting at CES for two decades, which is kind of odd. But here's <laughs> the thing: they're talking about how they're improving mail technology with new apps, <laughs> new technology. services they offer, and like smart mailboxes in a way. Uh, okay. They base right. So they started uh, their informed delivery system, which basically lets people uh, view grayscale incoming messages of letters before they're delivered. But as, a, as we discussed on one of our last episodes, <laughs> hackers and fraudsters were actually using that yeah. to steal information. To predict, I to think, predict. was what it was. Yeah. The way we were doing it is they were, I think, if I'm remembering this correctly, so they were seeing what was coming through not necessarily what was on there saying, oh, a credit card is going to get delivered on this date and then stealing the credit card. Right. Right out of the mailbox before somebody even realizes that yes. they had a credit card waiting for them. But it was pretty cool. Like, uh, it says there's a smart mailbox uh, that they're doing where basically it's, um, it says like, uh, they could come Excuse me, I'm kind of skimming. I forget which, which section in this it says. But basically, it was... Uh, um, shoot. It was like 
how the mailboxes could recognize that they have mail in them and alert you. Uh, so instead of like just like basically a box on the wall, it would yeah, theoretically yeah. have some sort of weight determination or something of whether you got mail and literally send you a message and no meme like you got mail. <laughs> you got mail. You got mail. <laughs> yeah, it's not from the 1998 version of uh, Clippy. Just pop out, out over your shoulder. Right. <laughs> right. Do you see any other uh, cool articles about CES? Um, I mean, I can just list off a lot of the cool stuff that's showing there. Sure. Uh, one of the big ones that got a lot of attention because it's, I don't know, just a really kind of cool concept is, uh, so LG has, I don't know how to describe it other than a roll-up TV. I, I saw an it's, article on It's that. a box, essentially, that you'd put on, uh, I don't know, an end table, I think might be the word. Uh-huh. Some kind of small dresser or end table thing. I don't know what the word for it is. And it's just a long box, and it'll just start rolling out a TV, like, just from the top of the box. Really? Because, yeah, because they're building with their whole, you know, foldable OLED displays and whatnot. I just thought that was really interesting. You, you know, that's kind of that's kind of ironic because in a lot of movies and a lot of like uh, futuristically themed things, you see stuff like that happening. And now LG is, or it's LG, right? Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. LG. They literally developed that, which is really cool to see. Yeah, they're pushing like uh, they're pushing foldable displays real far forward, real fast. Yeah, and a lot that, of people are for that matter. There's a whole handful of foldable smartphones that got announced as well. I don't very know much cool. about them, but... <laughs> yeah. I'm just... It's very interesting in the world of technology that uh, we would want a foldable screen. But I could see its applications, but I just think it's more it, of a... It could work. It's more of a... I don't know. Just kind of like there. I, I feel like this is one of those frivolous things that you I sink can't. billions and billions of dollars into that actually doesn't serve a maybe true it, purpose. Maybe it does. I can't... I don't see the actual application of it. Maybe that's me being small-minded or something. Same here. I mean, curved screens have been a thing for a while and are actually really great, but... Yeah, I, I would see a curved screen, but not something that I could literally crumple up in a ball and put in my pocket. No, no, it's it's not that extreme. Yeah, but still. It's not crumple in a ball. Like, I think the best you're ever going to get maybe is, like, fold it. Yeah, fold it over. Over. Folding it twice yeah. doesn't seem humanly possible, but... Yeah, Again, I am not a materials scientist. Right. But moving on. Uh, one of the other things that got announced is Harley Davidson is putting out a completely electric motorcycle. Really? Yeah. A electric motorcycle. Yeah, and if you know anything about electric engines, you know they have instant torque and are dumb quick. Yeah. So let's take motorcycles, which are already stupid quick, and let's make that have instant torque and accelerate even quicker. Wow, that's that's really cool to see because like, here's the thing, I feel like the biker culture just won't accept that as of as of right now. But I mean, it'll be quiet. <laughs> that's the thing. But the reason you buy a motorcycle is you want that 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 almost misfire sounding engine. Ah, uh, I don't know. I can't really speak to what motorcyclists want because. I'm that's not just one either, yeah. But I, that's not where I am. I saw someone get hit on a motorcycle once in my life, and that scarred me forever. But uh, okay, yeah. <laughs> motorcycles aren't my forte, so I'm not gonna say what motorcyclists do or do not want. 
I don't know. That's that's what they don't want is this is dumb expensive or by motorcycle standards, it's thirty grand uh, to buy, and for a motorcycle, I think eight grand you can get a really solid motorcycle for. Right, and it's it'll be interesting to see see that come out and see whether the community actually accepts it or is just kind of like, well, it is what it is. I mean, it's cool one way or the other. No, that's for sure. No, nonetheless, great technology. Tesla of motorcycles. <laughs> well, it was only a matter of time before Harley jumped on that trend. Yeah, yeah. I'm surprised Harley's the first to put a electric motorcycle out, considering how much of like uh, Harley Davidson isn't usually like a slim down nice bike. They're usually a little bit larger in size. Right, and I, I'm I always kind of assume that like. Um, more of like an Asian company or something would be first to do that, like Yamaha. Yeah, you could see like a Japanese company really pushing that, but no, right. it was Harley Davidson. Good, good old American, American engineering America. right there. <laughs> yes, but yeah. Cool. Any any other interesting tidbits you saw? Uh, uh, a handful of some small stuff. Uh, there's a company putting out. I think it's a hundred dollar uh, fitness tracker that does EKG readings. Really. Yeah, so that's a lot of heart data, but in addition, doctors are also like, okay, like that data might be good and make sense for us, but people might panic and go to the doctors when they don't need to. Yeah. (laughs) Because they don't know how to read EKG data properly. Yeah. But, you know, I thought that was cool. Uh, Bone conducting headphones are getting kind of more common. Those are are interesting. Yeah, they're interesting. For those who don't know, what a bone conducting headphone does instead of sending uh instead of using magnets to move air to make sound because that's how headphones work uh instead what it's doing is it's essentially like strapping a motor more or less to your jawline a little bit (laughs) and using that and it use the vibrations on that to produce the sound instead of uh moving air through your ear right and basically using the your actual bone as yeah. the speaker per se. Yeah, and it's interesting. It has a couple things. One of them is uh, it's completely open ear, so you can hear what's around you with perfect clarity, no distortion or anything. Uh, the other thing is they're probably a lot easier to make waterproof. Right. Because that's one of the ways they're being advertised is to swimmers who want to listen to music while they swim, is you can uh, strap one of these babies on your jaw, I guess. <laughs> I swim guess. away. Right. I see an article here about uh, like a person-sized drone that uh, you can actually ride, kind of similar to once oh. again, yeah, like a like a uh, so like a mini hover hovercraft, basically. Pretty much, that's yeah. awesome. It's, it's from this this article on uh, uh, LA's CBS station, um, their website. But basically, it says it's. Uh, It was really cool to see, like, a picture of this because there, it literally looks like something out of a movie, and it you can ride an entire drone. I know that's, uh, that sounds like so much fun, especially if you can like fly it. Yeah, that's here's the thing, that's awfully dangerous. Oh, absolutely. But it's going to be a whole lot of fun. So is skydiving, so is bungee jumping, but you know. You don't have spinning blades 10 feet from your head. You know. But I digress. Yeah, still. Um, Still kind of fun, I think. Yeah. Here's... um, 
So do you have any other highlights from CES or? Uh, from CES specifically, uh, give me 30 seconds. Uh, but yeah. There's some interesting, just like weird out there ones that I thought were kind of cool. Okay. Uh, one of them are, I guess what are a form of smart glasses, mm-hmm. not in the traditional sense like Google's where it overlays things on the world, but these just watch your eyes. And if you fall asleep while driving, they will flash bright red lights in your eyes so you can't fall asleep. Oh, wow. Yeah, I thought that was an odd but interesting idea. I mean, I guess that's a good thing, but I feel like wouldn't the red lights almost be more of a concern than, like, I mean, granted, if you're falling asleep at the wheel, there's a bigger issue Yeah, there's here, a but... <laughs> there's more important fish, fish to fry here. But I feel like it's only maybe... if you, like, leave your eyes open for, I guess, more than half a second. Basically, instead of blinking, if you're starting to doze off, it would be shining lights in your eyes. Right. I guess I may need those if I just start, like, <laughs> if I got a project to Not grind enough. out. <laughs> Have those for engineering students. I like it. Yep, yep. Uh, one of the other just kind of out there weird concepts is called Drink Shift. Drink Shift? Yes, okay. you rent a smart uh, refrigerator from a company, and they you fill it with beer. And when you run out, they deliver more beer to your door before you know you need more beer. And that's it. I feel like that is a terrible, terrible, wonderful enabler. Terrible idea. That is what we call an enabler. (laughs) So you you mean to tell me that some person's gonna put this in their house and they could theoretically never stop drinking in that one given location? I mean, technically. So they can drink alone for the rest of their life if they really, really wanted to. If they had unlimited funds, sure, but I can't imagine this being cheap. Completely Because you're renting the refrigerator and paying for the beer. (laughs) True. But, you know, small, small silver lining. You can track how much you drink on average and when you drink it, so. Now, that's that's good data to have because, um, especially since. Good good data in an alcoholics package, but. Yeah. But cool. So on that note, I think we're going to take a little bit of a break here for a second, and we will be back in a few minutes with more Tech Talk Nation. You're listening to Tech Talk Nation. Tech Talk Nation will be right back. Tech Talk Nation is brought to you by Fitzgerald Tech Solutions. We live in the digital world. Everyone is on the internet at least once a day. It is commonplace for every business, individual, and organization to have a website. You need a website to stay competitive. At Fitzgerald Tech Solutions, we provide you with everything you need for your internet presence. Whether you want to take the more DIY approach by buying web hosting services on our fast, US-based servers with industry-leading software, or allowing us to do the web designing and multimedia creation services for you, you can know that you are getting high-quality, reliable, and cost-effective services that you need to stay ahead in the market. Fitzgerald Tech Solutions fits your timeline. We work efficiently to make sure that you get what you want as soon as possible. Fitzgerald Tech Solutions fits your needs. Whether you are someone looking to get your own website or a large company looking for a fresh look, we can amaze you with our skills and expertise. Fitzgerald Tech Solutions fits your budget. We make sure that great websites don't break the bank and will not stop until you are 100% satisfied. 
Fitzgerald Tech Solutions. Tech, we get it. You're listening to Wiley Radio. Welcome back to Tech Talk Nation. And welcome back to Tech Talk Nation. Thanks for joining us after the break. Uh, Ryan, did you you said you may have had another article? I have a couple to share, but um, uh, up to you. I got a kind of short one. Okay. Well, it might be short. We might end up talking about this for a while. I don't know. We'll see. Well, we'll see. <laughs> I get very opinionated. So, uh, oof. you're preaching to the choir here. <laughs> uh, so Facebook has launched a fact-checking, I guess, plugin. Not necessarily plugin. You can't opt in or out of it. But <laughs> yeah, uh, a fact-checking part of their website where now, automatically without anyone else's uh, input, when any post gets or when posts start to get flagged, uh, you'll have it, I guess, auto fact-checked into wrong, misleading, uh, where are the other ones? It can appear as true, not true, mixture, or false. Uh, and it'll be checked by some firm being completely paid by Facebook. So and that's the gist of it. Really? This isn't this isn't an AI? No. Oh, okay. I, I thought mean, it I'm sure an AI. AI will be used to help identify posts. Yeah, kind of like a you'll, you may have an AI actually do the identification and the person verify that. that yeah, answer. yeah. But that's that's really interesting, and it sounds like it only applies to posts that were flagged. Um, they made it kind of sound like that, but uh, Facebook doesn't have the best record of transparency. Well, that's <laughs> for sure. But if so, if, it claims that users will be the ones to flag it. But I'm going to wager a guess and say that lasts about one month before AI gets involved, and that's doing a lot of the flagging. Of course, yeah. Uh. Really, my only big comment on this is, do you think anything that, you know, maybe reports Facebook is doing wrong things will get flagged as true? I don't. <laughs> <laughs> well... That's my only real comment. When you theoretically own the logic, logic yeah. is whatever you dictate. Well, if you're the one be. paying that company to check it, and, you know, who knows, maybe they'll threaten to put someone else on it if you don't be kind to Facebook. So all <laughs> I'm saying is, Zuck's watching, baby. What does our world come to? Um, where was it? I found an article um, about Microsoft, and this is actually kind of interesting. Uh, it's nothing, no news, and kind of in general, it's just something interesting. I, I read that Microsoft has is they have a wall of graphics cards. <laughs> not, not even like which ones and for why? All of them, just for fun. Not even for fun, just, just like decoration. Yeah, just decoration. Like it literally has like the box for the thing, the actual graphics card, and a little bit about it. Um, but it showed. I looked at a picture, and it literally showed this like expansive hallway of just nothing but but graphics cards strapped to a wall. And <laughs> that's just they weird. Had, well, here's the thing. <laughs> let 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 any gamer loose in there. And they better build, like, a glass case around the Titan yeah, X or something. Yeah, some of those so, graphics cards are going to disappear. Yeah. Especially... Yeah, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that make a crap Mine ton of absolute my record, yeah. But, um, but on a somewhat related note, uh, we got new graphics cards 
uh, for CES. That's right, yeah. Yeah, the 2060. The 2060. And uh, AMD announced their new top-of-the-line ones the on the Zen 2 7-nanometer architecture. Wow. I forget what they're called. But, uh... Oh. I mean, they both look extremely promising. I the initial, uh... So initial look on the uh, 2060 by the 2060 GTX by NVIDIA. Jeez. Wow. Uh, initial look shows it mapping like closest to last generation's 1070 Ti, which is you know that's a powerful card. You could run, I mean, you could run a lot of 4K even on that card, 4K 60. Right. So it's pretty. It's a pretty impressive uh, upgrade, to be honest. I completely agree. Uh, the RTX, for the record, stands for like ray tracing something, which I think is completely worthless. I'd rather just use the card for its power. But hey, I could be wrong. Hey, yeah, it is what it is. And then AMD launched or announced, I guess, a whole just slew of things. Uh, a whole new set of notebook design processors, uh, their brand new graphics card called Radeon 7, which is going to be top of the line, 7 nanometers. Uh, it's supposed to be even better than Vega, which was a massive disappointment. But. <laughs> uh, they announced their new Zen 2 CPUs yeah. on the new 7 nanometer architecture as well, which is nuts. That is, that is insanely small. Yeah, and then finally, they announced their new server chips, Epics, which uh, you're probably a little more qualified to speak on this than I am. You know servers better, but right. from what I understand, Epic is rapidly gaining uh, share because it's surprisingly solid architecture. Right, and the the main player right now in um, in server world is obviously Intel and their Xeon line of processors. I mean. The only problem is when a processor costs about 14 grand, you don't want to buy a lot of processors. And Intel has, in the past, done such a better job of that. Um, but recently, we've seen a trend, especially in a lot of uh, supercomputers, where you're going to be having 800, 900 nodes on a single um, uh, system. You're going to be basically just buying things in bulk and um, these these new processors actually the Opteron line that AMD had earlier and now the Epic line is taking more market share away 